this is Jude Knoll, and you're listening to the Norse Up Podcast, a production for NKU, by NKU, highlighting the expertise of our university's faculty and staff. Joining me is my co-host, Clayton Castle. Today, we're in conversation with Jaina Morris, editor of NKU Magazine, about the publication's upcoming issue. Jaina Morris came to NKU in 2016 as a digital specialist and was recently promoted to assistant director of university communications in August of 2022. She received her master's of arts in English from NKU last May. Jaina, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, guys, for having me. I'm happy to be here. As the editor of NKU Magazine, take us through the process of putting an issue together. I think there is a lot more that happens behind the scenes than people realize. And it's probably my favorite part of my job and the hardest part of my job. We have so many stories to tell about students, faculty, staff, alumni, our connection to the community and the region. Uh, But we only come out once a year and we only have 36 pages to do so. So as the editor, I view NKU Magazine as the best of NKU, uh, which means that I have to narrow down all of the best stories. So there are two parts of that process. There's kind of the... Get, gathering the stories process and then the design itself. But there, it takes a lot to get there. It's I, The process takes between four to six months, depending on how long it takes for everybody to, to get their work done. But my part of that process is figuring out what stories we need to tell, what stories we haven't told yet that we want to tell, and stories that maybe we filter in, like small gifts that are happening around campus or a feature about a prominent faculty member or an interesting research or an alum that we've been in contact with. And once I assign those stories to my writers, you guys, and any any freelancers um, that I'm in contact with, uh, then we do the interviews, we go through the approval process, I see it, the powers that be need to see it, the interviewees approve it, and then it goes off to design. So Dion Laycock is our art director. She's also an NKU alum, and I am incredibly thankful for her. We've worked together for seven years, and she is... I'm great with words. She's great with design. I kind of let her do her thing, and she's a powerhouse. She knocks it out of the park every single time, and I really think that readers are going to enjoy this issue specifically because not just the words, but also how Dion put it together. I think it's a really great issue. And something to look out for is that starting with this issue, not every subscriber will receive a print copy in the mail. Tell us how readers will be able to access the new issue elsewhere. Yes. So we completed a readership survey after the last issue came out um, in 2022, and the criteria has changed a little bit. So there are some people that will receive NKU Magazine in print in their mailboxes um, this month, indeed. Um, But there are other people who will, if if we have your email address on file, you will receive it through the alumni newsletter that will hit mailboxes. Um, But there is also a lot, a lot, a lot of print copies that will be on campus. So if there is anyone who wants a print copy who doesn't receive one, they can send me an email at nkumagazine at nku.edu. And we also have our magazine online on issue.com. It's not as interactive as I would like it to be, but moving forward in future issues, I would like the digital version to be a little bit more interactive than it is right now. So that's something to look forward to in the future. And what can readers expect from this issue overall? There are so many great stories that we had to include. Um, We're celebrating the university's most successful fundraising campaign, Further Faster. Uh, This year, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of our first graduating class. And we also have uh, the Future Well. I'm particularly excited about this Future Well because the magazine is hitting during Women's History Month. And all three features are about women who are in leadership roles. And as an editor who is a female, I'm just really proud to celebrate these women who are blazing the trail and all in three very, very different ways. Um, 
One of them is Christina Roybal, who is the vice president and director of athletics at NKU. We have Hannah Edelin, who is an alumna and Miss Kentucky. And we also have Benita Brown, who is our interim president. Um, in the Norse Now section, which is highlighting um, alumni, in the back of the book, we also have Justin Couch, who is a content creator with the YouTube channel. We have Corey Henderson, who is the Associate Director of Institutional Research at NKU and Staff Regent. And then we also have Anthony Smith, who is the Executive Director of Cities United. And uh, for this issue, you actually wrote the story that you mentioned about Hannah Edelin. Uh, what about her story stood out to you? And could you give us a little overview about uh, a little bit more about her story? Yes, I love Hannah as a person. She's absolutely wonderful. And her story is, I think it will resonate with a lot of Kentuckians in that she grew up in a financially challenged household. Um, her mom suffered from a brain tumor, so she found solace in one of her teachers at school. And now everything is kind of coming full circle for Hannah because as Miss Kentucky, she wants to have that same impact on children who are, whether it's in Kentucky school systems or you know, across the country. She is very passionate about education. And I don't want to give away too much. You have to read to learn more. But she's very, very passionate about education. And I think people will be really excited to learn more about that side of her. All right. So the cover story, which I'm really excited about. <laughs> of course not, you are. Not that I'm biased or anything, <laughs> but I did write it. Um, is about our new vice president of athletics, vice president and director of intercollegiate athletics, Christina Roybal. She has a really interesting story. Can you just talk a little bit about that story without giving too much away so that, <laughs> so that people can, can read about it? Yes, of course. Uh, the thing about Christina that I think is really interesting is that her background is that she originally aspired to be a doctor. And her freshman year in college, she was a biochemistry major and began working in as a student worker in the athletics department. And that's kind of when her trajectory changed. And I don't want to give away too much, um, but I think it's really interesting that for her, especially at NKU, because she's the first, she's not the first uh, female director of athletics, but she's the first Latina at NKU, which I think for us is just really monumental. We're particularly young university, and I think that's something to be celebrated. Um, but I think her passion for athletics and sports in general is just really interesting. And I think in a field that's dominated by men, she was able to find her voice, and I think that will really resonate with readers. Let's just go ahead and pull back the curtain a little bit. A little disclaimer about this issue. Uh, we're recording this episode in mid-March. The basketball team had just has just won the Horizon League Tournament. The magazine went to print before the Horizon League Tournament, so that is not included in the Christina story. So when you read it, they've actually won four Horizon League Tournament championships up to this point. But it should note that she won... Well, not she, but the athletics department won the Horizon League Tournament in her first year as athletic director. So that's important to note. They did. That's a really, really monumental milestone for her. Go Norse. And uh, we also have a larger feature written by me about our new interim president, Benita Brown. Could you tell us a little bit about that story? Sure. I don't want to give too much away again. Um, but one of the things that you do mention in that story is that Benita kind of grew up on a college campus. And I think it's really interesting now that she's the interim president in NKU and her passion for education runs really deep. And I think people will be interested to see a different side of her and a different role now. I know that she's been at NKU for a few years, but I feel like this is kind of a step in a different direction for her. And she seems to be really excited about it. And everyone's really excited to have her here. And I wrote another feature about Eva G. Ferris, a name that anyone who 
has gone to NKU or has probably even stepped on campus is probably familiar with. Her name is pretty much everywhere. <laughs> Any like auditorium or statue you see, she and her husband Oakley probably had something to do with it. Uh, could you talk a little bit about that story and sort of how we memorialized her? I think it's important for people to understand the impact that happens behind the scenes. We're all here for the same reason, and students walk this campus every single day, but a lot of people don't understand the process that happens and the impact that that has. So it was really important for me, again, during my process of trying to figure out which stories to include, to include Eva's story, because the impact that she and her husband, Oakley, had on campus is, as you said, monumental. The The name is everywhere. The Ferris name is very well known. And I felt like it was really important for readers to understand their story, how they came to be, and then how they became connected to NKU and what that means for our university. You know, you touched on some of these already, but what are some of the shorter profiles and pieces that we can expect? There are a few Profiles in the back in the Norse Now section. So I mentioned them very briefly. We have Justin Couch. Jude, I don't know. I know I'm turning this back around anew. You did write that story. Um, maybe you can tell us a little bit about, about Justin. We can change this interview a little bit. Yeah, so he's actually the most popular coin-collecting YouTuber on the platform. Kind of a niche subject matter, but that's sort of how the story goes. He was an EMB major at NKU, and the skills that he learned within his major taught him how to produce YouTube videos and find an audience for his videos. So coin collecting was something he was sort of into when he was a kid. His grandmother actually sort of got him into it by giving him some coins to look at when he was a kid. And through that, through remembering his early interest in that, he looked up coin collecting videos on YouTube and saw that there just weren't that many videos about it on the platform. And so using that and doing research on other popular collecting and hobbyist channels, he was able to build a really big audience and monetize his videos to make a pretty decent living through doing YouTube videos. So it's a pretty interesting story and one that shows how uh, NKU Major can help, you know, kickstart even an unconventional career path. Well, Jaina, this has been fun. It sure has. Every day working with you two is a blast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a blast up here in Marcom. Um, this has been another episode of the Norse Up Podcast. As always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If we're not there, let us know. Let Jaina know, NKU Magazine at nku.edu. Um, <laughs> and obviously, the podcast is a product of NKU Magazine, so feel free to follow us on Twitter at NKU Magazine and on the social channels of the bigger uh, university at nku.edu. Thank you again for joining us, and as always, Norse up. Norse up.